Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Mediascope Brief. I am your girl Tachi and I talk all about media tech and pop culture news. I hope you are doing well. Now, I am acknowledging it has been a little while because I've been super busy with other projects, but it's never too long before I come back on and grace you with my presence. So I hope you're pleased. Let's start off with a little Beyonce and Jay-Z news. You know, I don't often do that, but when I see something that is of real interest, I do. So they've offered over $1 million worth of scholarships to U.S. students with exceptional high uh, that are exceptional high school seniors facing financial difficulties. That's hard, facing financial. So anyway, the scholarships each will amount to $100,000 and they'll go to students who, according to them, demonstrate academic excellence and show financial needs that would make it hard for them to enter a college or university from the academic year 2018-2019, according to a press release. So one qualified student will be chosen from each of of the 11 cities where Beyonce and Jay-Z will be heading during there on the run tour to Atlanta, Orlando, Miami, Arlington, New Orleans, Houston, Phoenix, Los Angeles, San Diego, Santa Clara, and Seattle. Now, that doesn't mean there are not other cities on the On the Run Tour, but these are the cities that have been selected. So the boys and girls clubs in these cities, boys and girls clubs of America, excuse me, in these cities will help to select the lucky student who will get the $100,000 scholarship. Beyonce and Jay-Z will be giving out a grand total of $1 million to support these 11 students. So, very cool. It's not the first time that they're giving back, though. Beyonce created the Formation Scholars Award to help female students with their college education back last year in 2017, and Jay-Z developed a scholarship drive to help students fund their tuition and living expenses. Well, expenses, excuse me. Hats off to the Carters. They're doing some good work. Uh, Beyonce also has donated to several HBCUs after her the success of her Coachella performance, which had an HBCU theme. She did donate to HBCUs. All right. Well, let me know what you think about that. I'd love to hear from you. I will be back in just a moment with more media tech and pop culture news. Cheers. Welcome back. You know how there are so many people now, particularly politicians, that are telling half-truths? Let's just say it, lies. (laughs) Well, one way that National Geographic Latin America has come up with to determine if there's there's someone that they're interviewing is not telling the whole truth is with the microphone of truth. Yes, it is a microphone that changes color to fight fake news. It's a new desi- new device and it's a microphone. I believe it's broadcast regulation size microphone and it's part of its first investigative journalism show called Explorer Investigation. And the microphone is actually called the Microphone of Truth and they did it in, pre- in partnership with creative digital production company Media Monks. So the microphone is capable of detecting a user's voice and heart rate to determine the accuracy of the information being shared according to Design Taxi. If a person tells the truth, the microphone is going to emit a green hue, but if they're lying, it's bright red, and it means that they're not telling the whole truth. So in the event that it detects skeptical information, a little suspicious, the microphone will turn yellow in color. Hmm. Red, yellow, green, Hmm. traffic signal, okay. So National Geographic Partners uh, Latin 
head of creative services, Alex Mendez, says that the purpose was to redesign the conventional microphone in a time of fake news. So even though it's not 100% accurate, it does put the pressure on people being interviewed to tell some semblance of the truth. I mean, come on. Okay, well, tell me what you think about that. So yeah, essentially it does function like a lie detector or a polygraph, right, in a sense. So let me know what you think. I am so interested to hear your thoughts on this one. Let me know, drop me a line, and I'll be back with more news shortly. Cheers. So let's talk a little bit about fashion. ASOS, the fashion brand, is collecting their leftover fabric and they're turning it into reusable sanitary pads. This is an important issue around the world as many young girls and women don't have access to sanitary products. So this is really good. So they've ASOS has taken another step towards being a responsible brand in the fashion industry. They've partnered with the Soko Community Trust, which is a Kenyan clothing manufacturer and a longtime partner of ASOS to launch a project called the Kujuwa, Kujuwa, excuse me, the Kujuwa, Kujuwa initiative to help provide feminine products to young women in Africa. So the scheme sees ASOS providing the cutoffs from their garments to the trust to be transformed into reusable sanitary pads. As you know, there are some girls that are forced to miss school when they don't have sanitary products to to wear during that time of the month. So this is really a welcome thing. And they're not the only people doing this, but it's interesting when fashion takes the uh, heeds the call. So the remaining fabric from the ASOS Made in Kenya collection will be gathered before being developed into the washable pads. Then they'll be given to girls in a kit, which will also have two pairs of cotton underwear, soap, and a wash bag. The pads contain removable liners and they're able to last up to three years. The Kujua Initiative, which means the Knowledge Initiative, also provides health education to young girls in Kasigwa, Kenya. This is really great. It's good to hear this. As I said, they're not the only people doing this. There are many other uh, companies and and individuals that are doing this type of thing. And in fact, teaching young women there to make them. But this is a great step for the fashion industry who is known for so much waste and opulence. All right, well, let me know what you think. Is there something else that could be done? Is this a useful um, venture Or do you think they should really be training young women over there to do this themselves in terms of like teaching to fish? Let me know what you think. Okay, I'll be back. Okay, well, if you're a student and you're looking to get some streaming services, there is a student special that is going on. Spotify is adding Showtime to their premium plan for students in the U.S. Spotify premium for students plan will offer Spotify premium, Hulu with its limited commercials, and Showtime for a monthly price of, get this, $4.99. $4.99, yes. So last year, Hulu and Spotify teamed up to offer access to the video platform with a Spotify, Spotify premium subscription at the same price. Combined, the monthly value is in the new package is actually $28.97. So you're getting great value. This is according to Adweek. Alex Nostrom is the 
chief premium officer of Spotify and said in a statement, Spotify Premium has just changed the content game for students by joining forces with Showtime and continuing our relationship with Hulu. Spotify Premium is now able to give students a complete world of music and video content, shows, and film. So Spotify Premium for students is available to new and existing Spotify student subscribers. New subscribers to Spotify Premium can sign up for 99 cents per month for the free first for three months, and that'll give them access to Showtime programming, including Shameless, Homeland, Billions, and Ray Donovan. Um, you're forgetting power, anyway. Um, no, sorry, that's stars. My mistake, anyway. <laughs> Spotify, that shows I don't watch Spot, uh, Showtime. Anyway, Spotify, which launched in 2008, says it has more than 83 million Spotify premium subscribers across 65 markets. Hulu, which also launched in 2008, so now it's been 10 years for both of them, has more than 20 million subscribers in the U.S., Really interesting. I'm wondering if they would extend this to educators, meaning university professors and K through 12 as well. Yeah, especially K through 12. They spend most of their time uh, giving away supplies because students don't have any, especially in the public schools. So, yeah, let's extend this to educators as well. And I speak for the university professors. I want this too. Let me know what you think. Okay, I'll be back. Cheers. Okay, for all of you that are gamers out there, Microsoft has confirmed that they're bundling their Xbox One and their best services into one monthly subscription. It is official, and it went live yesterday morning with the details and how it works and how much it costs. So, this was reported by The Verge last week, but now they're reporting again and it's actually official. So, the plan lets you lease an Xbox One X or 10 or standard Xbox One S for either $34.99 or $29.99 a month, respectively. So it resembles a plan that Microsoft offered more than six years ago when it sold subsidized Xbox 360s with Xbox Live Gold at the end of that generation's life cycle. You have to commit for two years, but with that subscription, according to The Verge, you get Xbox Live Gold, which lets you play multiplayer games online and access free titles and other benefits benefits every month and the Xbox Game Pass, the game subscription service Microsoft sells for $9.99 a month. If you do the math, you'd actually save money over the course of 24 months, but only about $20. So in reality, this is more of a way for Microsoft to simplify the costs of owning an Xbox. By doing so, they seem to be trying to incentivize some gamers to try out an Xbox before the next generation of hardware inevitably dominates the news cycle and discourages new buyers from the existing platform. So what are the things here? You can only purchase a subscription in person at a participating Microsoft store, so you can't do it online. The company is also asking customers to sign up for a Dell Preferred account, which is basically a line of credit that you'll have to qualify for before Microsoft will let you sign up. Kind of how smartphone leasing programs work today. And Microsoft will let you pay for the whole cost of the bundle up front, but again, then you're just committing to Xbox Live and Xbox Game Pass when you could simply have the hardware and monthly subscriptions piecemeal if you're going to do that. Okay, well, are you a gamer? Let me know. Are you interested in this new Xbox deal? Let me know. I am not necessarily a gamer, but I'm very interested in gaming culture. So this, it will be remain to be seen who bites and gets on this one. All right. Are you considering? Let me know. Okay. Cheers.
And finally today, those of you who know me know that I love a lot of things, but one of them is Hamilton, the musical. And Lin-Manuel Miranda, who is the creator of Hamilton, is reprising his role as Alexander Hamilton next January at the University of Puerto Rico to raise money for hurricane relief efforts. It's been nearly a year, as we know, since Hurricane Maria made landfall on Puerto Rico on September 20th, 2017, and it knocked out power to the entire island and leaving parts of the U.S. Ter territory without clean water. So since then, Lin-Manuel Miranda, the writer of the Broadway musical Hamilton, has been a vocal advocate of helping the island rebuild. And by the way, he's also Puerto Rican. So immediately after the storm, Miranda brought together a group of musicians to record Almost Like Praying and donated the proceeds from the song to Hurricane Relief. But now Miranda is going to be Alexander Hamilton again when he brings a hip-hop musical to San Juan in January 2019 to try to raise millions for the hurricane relief efforts. Auditions were already held th earlier this year for the upcoming production that runs from January 8th to 27th 2019 at the University of Puerto Rico's Teatro UPR in San Juan. Interesting. He said they're going to have hundreds of $10 tickets available for Puerto Ricans on the island. He said this back in May on Good Morning America. But they're also having super expensive tickets with those super expensive tickets. They're hoping to restore arts funding to Puerto Rico for the next few years. As of this June, there were still hundreds of Puerto Ricans without power, but most of the island is ready to welcome travelers once again, and they need the tourism dollars to support the economy. So what better way than to go when Lin-Manuel Miranda becomes Hamilton again? I can't wait. That just might be a, a, a reason to go take a, a vacation down to Puerto Rico. All right. So that's it for today. And I will be back soon with, um, Maybe a little more news, but maybe a little message. Okay, cheers. So maybe you're trying to reach me off of Anchor or one of these other media apps or audio apps, I should say. And I would love that. I absolutely love to hear from you all. If you have stories that you heard about that you think would be great for Mediascope, that would be awesome. So know this, that I do the full version of Mediascope. I do the pre-show at 5 p.m. or 5-ish on Instagram Live. Then I do the full version at 6 p.m. on Periscope and Facebook Live. And it's media tech, pop culture, fun and foolishness and all of that. And my producer, MC Curtis, is there to join in the fun as well as the Mediascope crew, which is the audience. So if you want to reach me because you have a story or a comment or a question, get at me on Twitter. I am at Tachiada, T-A-C-H-I-A-D-A. And I would love to hear from you. So I hope that you have a great rest of your day, or maybe for some of you, it's the start of your day, beginning, depending on where you are in the world. Okay, cheers. <laughs>